What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the FedEx St. Jude Championship 2022 DFS show. DB here. I got Pat. We got podcast juice. We didn't even talk about that, Pat. I got some vodka tonight. Vodka drink. Mm. Mm. Beer 30. With that, I got a, just a beer tonight. A uh, little southbound. You like that southbound? Scattered, scattered sun, baby. Scattered sun. We're still in the summer. Very hot here, DB. Yeah. Hot here, too. Hot here, hot in the podcast streets. We just got done doing the betting show. Pumped about it. Big field, strong field. First event of the playoffs. I'm excited about it. We're going to talk some DraftKings, talk some strategy. Who we think's the chalk? Who we think a cash pick could be? Who we think you could pivot to? Our favorite plays, our fades in each range. It's going to be a good time. We're going to get to it. We're presented to you by our friends at Fantasy National. That is the place to go, the one-stop shop. If you're going to play DFS golf, if you're going to bet on golf in any capacity, if you're playing in a one-and-done league, if you're playing in some sort of office pool league, and you bet, you know, you spend more than, I don't know, 100 bucks a year on betting on golf, then you're an idiot if you don't have Fantasy National. You're a freaking idiot. You should be kicked in the, in the face for being an idiot, okay? Mm. We've been using Fantasy National for five years. FantasyNational.com slash TJ is where you need to go to sign up and get 20% off a weekly, monthly, or annual membership. We got people in the Nut Hut winning all kind of money. One of our guys at Legal Form Nation just last last week in the Wednesday Night Live chat came on. And he was giving a little his take on some DFS strategy, and he's like, and if you guys don't have Fantasy National, then you're playing DFS with two hands tied behind your back. In other words, you're an idiot and you suck. So go to fantasynational.com slash TJ and get it and get that 20% off. And then after you've had it for a week or a month and you say, you know what, I need this for more than that. I need it for a year. You can still keep your 20% off discount, all right? Do that there. Pat, let's get into it. Let's start talking some lineups. Let's start talking yes. what are we doing, where are we going, where are people going? I don't what know. I feel like doing? I need to be saluting you right now. Very aggressive. Just don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, do. Do what I'm saying you do. Do what I'm saying you do. We didn't have, you know what I didn't do is I did not roster Tom Kim last week. I did not roster any I didn't either. Tom Kim whatsoever uh, to my detriment. I had plenty of Sung Jay. I said it. I said I was going all in on Sung Jay in the Wednesday night live chat in the Nut Hut. I had a lot of Sung Jay. I had some, you know, had some of him, but I didn't have any Tom Kim. You know, it is what it is. A ni- nice young boy, though. Seems like the kind you'd bring home to mom if you were into that. But, um, but yeah, good kid. Happy to see him win. Let's talk the top of the board. 9K and above on DraftKings. It's a studly field, people. Studly field. Rory at 11K. Pretty soft, if you ask me. Scotty Scheffler at 10.8. Xander at 10.6. Cam Smith 10.5. Cantlay 10.3. JT 10.2. Rom 10. Look at that. Rom. The what, what is that? The seventh, seventh price player on the board. Matt Fitzpatrick, 9,800. Tony Finau. Willie Z, your boy. Cam Young, Jordan Spieth, and Victor Hovland round out the 9K and the 10K range. Patrick, by the way, Listener League Finals goes down this week. If you are in the Listener League Finals, then you are getting an invitation this week. And you better be in the Nut Hut because only if you have an active Nut Hut membership will you win. Even if you enter a lineup and you win, guess what? If your Nut Hut membership isn't active, you ain't winning, homie. Second place is winning. The trip to Georgia to play golf with Pat and I in Savannah or Pat and I here in Augusta at Champions Retreat. Your call. It's our third year doing this, and it all comes down to this, the Listener League Finals. Your invitations will be sent to you via Nuthut Butler AC. We'll send those out to you this week. I'm pumped about that. Pumped to see who it is. I hope it's somebody cool, and I hope you're not a loser. That's what I hope. Uh, I guess you're a winner if you win, so good for you. But that happens this week. And then, you know, we got like, the tour championship in a couple weeks, and then we got like a week break, and then we got the President's Cup, and then the new season starts, and you can get right back in the Nut Hut Listener League for a chance to win a trip to come play with us. So check that out. You don't want to miss that. All right, Pat, talk about this range. First of all, uh, what are you going to do with Willie Z after last week? I, I told you before the show, I told you on the betting show that I'm not talking about him. I'm not mentioning his name. Talk about who? That the the guy, the guy with the with the the letters in his name, the the that are okay. near the end of the alphabet. Okay, all right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um. So you're not gonna give any you're not gonna give any takes on Willie Z. 
No, um, but I'll let you do. I'll let you do that. Okay. If you want to do that, you can do that. I will go ahead. And, I will go ahead and do that. I'm on Willie Z this week. I think he's my cash lock this week. He is the cash lock. Obviously, you know, play him in GPPs if you want. I like him in cash too. If you're going to do that, um, I like it. Who do you think? So, talking about chalk, I was trying to sit here and figure out where I think the chalk is going to be. I think people are going to play plenty of Rory. I don't think the 11K price is scary enough. It's too high. Um, I think people are going to play Rory. There, there's plenty of good names down in the 6K range. You know, I was kind of messing around with it. You can play Rory, another 10K stud, and even get an, and then get an 8K stud in there and still round out a decent lineup. 124 players in the field, top 65 in ties make the cuts. You're going to have a higher percentage of 6-6 six of six this week. I think, I think a couple things. With that higher percentage of six of six, be aggressive. You know, be aggressive. Be more aggressive than you normally are. Be like way more aggressive than you normally are. Okay. Be get a, get get comfy being uncomfy is another thing. Like your lineups might make you feel something in there may make you go ugh. Like that's okay. You need a little bit of that. You need a little bit of that. And then when you're gonna get de- when we get down to the lower range, play the really high upside guy. Don't play a 6K guy that just has a high se- a high floor, but you- but you don't think he could finish the top 10. Let's play high upside players. But I think it's very easy to play Rory and fit in those players in the 6K range. So I, I don't think people are gonna avoid Rory. I think Rory's gonna be chalk. I think Cam Young is gonna be chalk because he's Cam Young and he's been doing the damn thing. And you get him at 90, you know. What, what, where, where is he at? He's like 9,300. Like, really cheap. It feels really cheap for Cam Young. I think people are going to go there. And then I think people are going to go to Finau. Coming off the two wins, you know, he didn't win at this golf course last week, but last year, but he won the Northern Trust, the first event of the playoffs last, last year, uh, at 9,700. That's where I think it's going to go. I mean, what do you agree with some of those? Do you think there's somebody in here I'm missing? Obviously, you got a lot of big names up here, so it, it it's going to be somewhat spread out, you know. Uh, but I think Rory, Cam Young, and Finau, at least here on a Monday night, to me would be the guys that people are going to gravitate to the most. Do you think people will play Cam Young and Finau over Willie Z? Like, rank those three for me, because that's that's where I couldn't figure out like. How, how are people going to treat Willie Z it, relative to Cam Young and, and Fitz and Tony in there? Because that 9K range feels like people want a lot of it, but you can't play them all. Well, I think if we're just giving, if we're talking about those three, um, I think you would go probably Finau, then Young, and then that other guy. <laughs> um, because I, I think the, that other guy, the sentiment is, is, is waning for him. And, um, you know, so I feel like he's going to be third on that list as far as ownership's concerned. But I do agree, Rory's definitely going to be high end. Um, you're probably going to have to make a little bit of a decision there whether or not you want to go with him or not. I, I can't fade Rory, so I would. Um, you know, but if we're talking about favorite plays, mm-hmm. not just ownership, yeah. um, for me, it's Justin Thomas at 10 2. Uh, I'm a huge fan of him. I talked about him on the betting show. Uh, one here in the past, he checks pretty much every single box that you want to look at here on this golf course, other than you know, maybe putting on Bermuda. Um, but still, JT, love him this week. I like John Rahm this week right below him. I don't like him as an outright bet, but I do like him in DFS. I think you're going to get probably some of the lowest ownership that you could get on John Rahm, unless for some reason people just decide that they want to play him because they they think he's too cheap and you know he's the seventh you know lowest price guy here in this range and blah 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 whatever i i don't i don't care i think rom is going to be a good play this week and i think that he can offer some upside at his price um and i think because i think he's going to have low ownership so i like those two um those are my two favorites um and then i like jordan spieth at 9100 i mentioned him on the betting show big fan of jordan this week so you said Rom's a good cash play. You said Rom was one of your favorites. I don't. Know. I mean, he's there. Yeah. So is Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Okay. I so, can see. I can have one more, more than one favorite. No, right? I know. I'm not I, allowed to have more than one favorite. 
No, dumbass. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, duh, we do this every, every week. Like, you pick more than one player, you dickhole. I'm not saying that. I just asked if you mentioned Rom. Did you say Rom was one of your favorites? Yes. Okay. I don't like that. I think that's, I think Rom is jacked up right now. I, I don't, I don't. I do. I, I, do I don't agree understand that how that had to be like an aggressive conversation. Because you're like, like, I mean, we can have more than one favorite, right? Am I allowed to have more than one favorite? Yes. Yes. I didn't. I didn't. It, that wasn't it. Jeez. <laughs> I know he is very aggressive. He's already coming out on the show, Sam, talking about how you're you suck if you haven't you haven't downloaded and you do and suck joined fantasy national you do suck i mean you're very aggressive on this i'm just an innocent person sitting here just talking about things you're very aggressive Steve. rom aggressive. sucks right now equally to people who suck and have never given fantasy national a try and use promo code tj i, I just rom is busted right now the, the short game is bad um, he's given us no indication that he's ready to do anything decent. You know, even though he's a seventh price player in the field, like I still want him to finish top 10, top 12. I mean, I, I do see where he's going to be. He is going to be the guy everybody's going to avoid. I, that's the only thing. So I can give that to you. I'll, I'll, I'll concede that because it, it's, it's an attractive pivot. I just wonder how low can Rom is Rom really going to get, you know, uh, at, at, Eight percent, seven, six percent. Rom is that? That's pretty. That is that starts to get attractive. I will admit that that does start to get attractive. Um, I guess you know I'm I'm looking at other pivots like possibly Scotty. If everybody jumps to Rory, um, I could see Scotty being a pivot. That's very interesting. Uh, we talked. We both you, both you and I liked Matt Fitzpatrick on the betting show. I like Fitzy here. There's a lot of good names in here. Obviously, this is where. You know, you, you got to plant flags. You can't play them all. And we got to wait until Wednesday kind of shapes out with ownership before we really commit. But, um, yeah, I, I, don't know that there's, I don't know that there's chalk in here that I am so excited about that I'm just ready to, to take down and, and be the chalk gobbler on, it, on anybody, even though I like Finau a lot. And I like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I do like Willie Z this week a little bit. Uh, I, I think I can gladly pivot off of... Uh, you know, the, the highest owned players in this range and be fine. Okay. That's an IK yeah. range. Did you, did you mention like a possible cash play up here? Yes. Or not? I said, Willie Z that I let, I led with that. Yeah. Willie Z Sorry. is my cash play. No. Do you have a, did you want to give a cash play? Uh, I did. Jordan Spieth. That was one that I, I mentioned that as you were yelling at me about Rom, I said that. Oh, you said so it you while I was yelling. Yeah. Why would you say it while I was yelling? I don't know. I was trying to get it out because you were throwing out, you were yelling so much. It was like, so you just had to go. So, because I was yelling at you, your, your natural response was just to go, George Speed the Cash. Yeah. That, that's what you had I to was do. Like, I was like, I didn't know what to do. So, I just threw that out there. Try that on your wife. <laughs> Babe, Jordan Speed and Cash, okay? Ugh. So just get off of me. At me. Okay. <clears throat> Let's move on. Before we get to the AK range, I got to remind everybody that PXG makes world-class, high-performance golf equipment for golfers of every skill level, from their newest, most technologically advanced Gen 5 golf clubs to the more budget-friendly 0-11 line of sticks. PXG delivers unbelievable quality, distance, forgiveness, and feel. And they don't sell off the shelf. Every club is customized to fit your individual swing. You can buy online at pxg.com by calling 844-PLAY-PXG or by visiting a PXG store or fitting studio near you. PXG! Nobody makes golf clubs the way we do. Period. 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 Get some irons. It sounds like uh, remember Homestar Runner. What? Anybody in the chat remember Homestar Runner? That that dumb cartoon that came out when I was in college. Maybe you're too old for that. I'm Sam, do you remember? Sam, do you remember Homestar Runner? It sounds like the guy that narrated Homestar Runner. Gosh dang it. it Surely somebody remembers this in the chat. Anyway, uh, f- after all that, Jacob Hyatt in the chat. What do we do with Rom? <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, I mean, honestly, the... I don't know, like, the, the textbook game theory part says if Rom is sub 10%, you know, 8, 7, whatever percent, like, you should probably have some shares. It doesn't mean you have to go all out 
but it means you should probably have some shares. The question is, is it going to be one of those situations where everybody sees them at 8% on wins on on, you know, Wednesday night and then on Thursday everybody jumped on him because they had a low own. Yes, yeah, see people in the chat get this. David McGarvey, strong bad. It's yes, yes. See people get this. People get Homestar Runner, I'm telling you. Thank you. King of Town, Stephen Shannon. See people get this. This is good. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah. Anyway, um I just think I'll still pass. It's like it's like what I've been doing with Webb Simpson for freaking how, however many weeks. And I know Rom is way better than Webb Simpson. But everybody's been doing the same song and dance of Webb Simpson on short golf courses or golf, you know, yeah, golf courses where Webb's had a great history. Everybody's like, oh, you got to play Webb if he's low-owned, and he's low-owned, and, and I still have continued to avoid him, and it still pays off because he sucks right now. He sucks. So, I don't know. Like, I still think I'm probably going to avoid John Rom. But maybe the play is not to do that. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. <sighs> I don't understand why why we're saying he's like this broken player when he let's just I mean, he won at Mexico, tenth at the memorial, twelfth at the US Open. It's not like he's been like off the planet. It's because he's number one in the world and he's not playing like number one in the world. So he's regressed a little bit, okay. But he's seven percent owned at the Open Championship. Yeah, and he finished thirty four. I mean, there's some there's some upside if you get a five or six percent owned John Rahm in this field, and he plays well. There is, would and that's you rather why, miss that. You would know, you rather miss that or take a chance in a GPP in that? For me, I'd rather take a chance in a GPP that, in that. That's what I'm that's saying. That's what I would. I'm saying that the the play may be. To do that now, he's played the, he's played here three times in, in in a 60 man field event. He finished 52nd in 2020. He did finish seventh in 2019. And he finished 17th in 2018. So, you know, if he had the same salary then as he has now, he would have paid off in one out of three years for you. But I don't know. I I, I don't want to be on the the other end of the I'm going to doubt John Rom bandwagon if that's if that's what we're getting to at this point i mean let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit golf people who don't you know it's not like golf you can't people have a, a, who don't you, what what were you about to say like who don't watch golf or something that was you're about to say were you about no, to go I'm into one of those rants that you do about watching no, i was golf? gonna say pump the brakes it's not like you can't have a little bit of a bad stretch and then make a turnaround i mean that's that, that's what happens in golf so yeah let's not let's not go overboard just because you've had because then i think you're kind of getting you're sort of talking yourself into probably a bad play, doing so. You can't sit here and say that. Like, I'm seeing in the chat, John's talking about Webb and 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 Rom are the same caliber of golfer. That's that's t- totally not even true. He didn't say Webb and Webb and Rom are the same caliber well, of said, golfer. Okay, sorry. He said Webb is better than John Rom. He said Webb might be better, better than John. He Rahm. said might be better. Okay. Well, either way, if you want to go that route, that's fine. I'll I'll choose the. All right, let me let me start us off. Let me start us off in the 8K range. I got I got I got names to mention and things to talk about in the 8K range. All right, um, you got Colin Morikawa, who you know is also possibly broken. I don't know, like what's he? He's not been doing much. He's he's kind of been, you know, MIA a little bit. Sam Burns, eighty six hundred. Sung J M, eighty five. Hideki at eighty four. Lowry eighty three. Horschel eighty two. Neiman. 81 and Tom Kim, 8,000 even. That is your 8K range. For me, um, the, the cash lock, cash lock is Billy Ho. You're going to save some cash with Billy Ho. You're going to spend 8,200 on Billy, on Billy Boy, and he's going to pay off for you. He loves TPC Southwind, absolutely loves TPC Southwind, has played fantastic at TPC Southwind the last 10 years. Loves Bermuda. He can chip on this Bermuda stuff. He can putt on Bermuda. He's accurate off the tee. He just won a few weeks ago. He's won the FedEx Cup before. He's a baller. Billy Ho is your cash play, and I love him in tournaments as well. People don't like Billy Ho in general, so you know sometimes he he ends up lower owned than he should be just because people don't like him. Because whatever, I don't, I don't. I mean, I guess he's kind of off putting at times, but uh, I like it's Billy Ho. Off putting. 
He, but I agree. I like him as a he can be at times. Um, yeah. I I like Sung J M a lot. I think Sung J, I think Sung J and Tom are going to be chalky. Tom Kim. I'm wondering about Morikawa. I I almost want to put Morikawa in the chalk range as well, even though he's playing poorly because people see the $8,700 price tag and I can get Colin Morikawa on my team for $8,700 and that feels like a hell of a deal. Um, Now, I am definitely not playing Colin Morikawa. I'm definitely not. He's horrible on Bermuda, both chipping and putting. I think, and I talked about this on the betting show, but people probably are not going to talk enough about how hard it is to chip on Bermuda grass, grainy Bermuda grass. Uh, they're they're going to talk more about putting. It's, it's much harder to chip, and Morikawa is no good chipper. That's for damn sure. We figured that out. So, you know, and that's something I think you have to do around here. I just, I don't see, I don't see it for Morikawa. I'm, I won't be playing him. I think people will play him, but maybe I'm wrong. What do you, what do you, where do you think the chalk's going? I think for sure it's going to Sung Jay and Tom Kim. It's going to both of those guys. Anybody okay. else in this range you think it's going to? I don't think it's going to Morikawa, actually. Okay. Yeah, I, you I don't. don't. I, I, I disagree there. Um, well, I, I told you I was, I was undecided. I, part of me thinks it will because they're going to see the name and the price. That's all I'm saying. And then part of me thinks they won't because of how poor he's been playing. Yeah. Um, so the initial question you have here is who I think is going to be the highest owned in this in this category. Yeah, um, anybody outside of Sung Jay and, and Tom Kim. I mean, I think those two are the no-brainer chalk plays here. Yeah, I agree. Um, are we missing anyone else, gonna, or is that it? People are going to continue to ignore, like, a, a Joaquin Neiman. He's not going to get a lot here. I think um, he could so, be a pivot, yep. I think Sam Burns is going to end up being a good pivot. I, I, don't, I still don't understand why he tends to be just overlooked as good of a player as he is and as much as he wins. Um, so I think Sam Burns is going to be one that I like. Um, I do like Morikawa this week. I mean, I think he he's, you know, this could still be a good week to play him despite the putting and the scrambling. Um, s- still a fantastic ball striker. Um, he has played well in spurts this year. But if I, if I get him, and I only say it because I... I want to play him if I get a good ownership number. I don't want to play him chalky. So if you're right and he is chalky, I'll I'll be off of him Wednesday. You talking about Morikawa? Yeah. If we're in the chat on Wednesday and Morikawa's chalky, I, I would probably go. He'd be the one that I would say I'm I'm off of. But if I could get a lower owned and a little bit more of a leverage play in Kawa, yeah, I would definitely play him. Um, Sam Burns though, to me, is just. I feel like he is just. This is just a really good spot for him. Lost in a play, or I guess I guess he fell short of the. Did he was he losing the playoff, or he fell short of the playoff last year to Abe? I can't remember if Abe won in a playoff or not. But Sam finished runner up along with the deck. Yeah, didn't he, he was. I don't think Abe. I don't think it was. Maybe it was a playoff. I don't know. But I like Sam Burns a lot, um, and I feel like he's still going to get ignored. I don't know why. Maybe it's because Sung Jay's right there and Morikawa. You're right. Maybe Morikawa gets ownership off of Burns. Um, you got a Hideki in here who I do like. He's scary. Scares the hell out of me, but I, I do like him this week also. Um, if I'm I'm with you though, I think the cash play is is definitely Billy Horschel. He he just or Sung Jay, like, but I mean you, you save some money with Billy Ho. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Sam Sam Burns is pretty crazy last year. Like for him to lose, he lost almost three strokes off the tee because he sprayed it everywhere. But he gained ten point six on and around the greens. Like, and that's what I'm talking about when you think about somebody who's comfortable on Bermuda and and a guy who's comfortable on grainy Bermuda. That is Sam Burns. the The fact that you lost three strokes off the tee on on a course like this that's that can be quite penal off the tee. With a lot of hazards and all that stuff, like that's pretty damn crazy. Okay, he did lose in a playoff. That's right, producer Sam. I forgot if it went to a playoff or not. Thank you, producer Sam and Parm twenty three. Uh, oh, he missed a three footer. See, I, we have terrible golf memories here, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, Is Sam Burns probably one of the first? Like when when ownership numbers start to come out tomorrow, he's going to be like the first one that I look at. I'm trying to look for. I feel like there's always like one or two that I, when I'm looking at ownership projections that I just immediately scan for their names and he's going to be one of them i don't think he's going to be as sneaky as you think he is though like if people are going to ignore morikawa like like we think they will 
or like you think they will. And, and those I'm, are the two names actually that I'm going to be looking for. I, Burns, Burns, and M. Burns, M, and Kim may actually be the the chalk plays. Um, this is an interesting range. I mean, yeah, I could see growing affection for Shane Lowry coming down the stretch before Thursday lineup locks as well. Even though he pissed me off last week. Um. Freaking eighty finished eighty third, but he lost seven point four strokes putting. That was his worst putting performance in a hundred and thirty one measured golf tournaments on the PGA Tour. It was his worst putting performance last week. Ridiculous. Um. So you got to figure that 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 goes the better direction for Shane Lowry. All right, that's enough of the AK range. We'll, we'll talk more about that on Wednesday night in the Nut Hut chat. Seven K, some seven K bitches. All right, hey, hold on before we do that. Producer Sam, take take the graphic off screen. Sorry, I got to tell some people about some major announcements with the Golby's Cup. Now, if you've already watched the, or listened to the betting show, this will be repeated content. But I want to make sure both the betting listeners and the DFS listeners get this because it's important. So you can fast forward if you've already heard this. By the way, Pat, I've got this is okay. This is unrelated. Don't fast forward through this. Have you ever listened to our show, our own show, at at half speed? No, it is hysterical. It's hysterical. <laughs> okay, now I I very. I'm going to assume this is not hysterical because of you. It's no, it's both. It is a hundred percent both. But yes, you are even funnier. But yes, it is a hundred percent both. Uh, I was I was messing around with the podcast app the other night. I, I um first of all, big time hack. Okay, we're we're all thanks to COVID, we all spend less time in our car commuting to and from you know work or whatever it may be. So you may not have time to listen to all your favorite podcasts. Well, definitely recommend listening at one and a quarter or one and a half speed to all of your podcasts because it's just, it's just easy, and you could just blaze through stuff a lot quicker, especially us slow-talking Southerners. But if you just got a few extra time, you know, a few extra minutes on your hands, you probably can't do this for very long. But listening to our show at half speed is hilarious. Very, <laughs> very funny. I highly recommend it. I was just messing around with it the other night on the back porch. I was drinking and watching the thunderstorm like an old fart and just like messing around. And it was hilarious. You got to give it a shot. Anyway, Golby's Cup, the live event in September that is happening now in just over a month, Pat, it will be here. The very first live Tour Junkies golf event in Pottsville, Pennsylvania at Mountain Valley. Uh, I can't, I'm so excited. Mountain Valley is a wonderful venue. They've let, they've, they've been extremely hospitable. I've played the course a couple of months ago, both courses. They're beautiful. We're going to play both of them. One on Friday, one on Saturday, Valley course on Friday, I think mountain course on Saturday. Um, yes, that's right. And, uh, lovely facility, lovely people. The food is great. The beer is great. Everything is great about this place. And they're letting us do whatever we want at this golf tournament, whatever we want. You can camp on the driving. You can bring tent materials. You can bring whatever. People are doing that. You can camp out on the driving range for free if you want. You can bring an RV or some sort of camper situation. Park it in the parking lot for free. Camp out right there. Or we do have hotel rooms blocked off just three miles away. Uh, there's still some rooms available. A lot of people are staying there. All the event details are in the uh, description below uh, of the video or the podcast. But there's a couple of key things you need to know. If you want to play in the Golby's Cup portion of the weekend, which is the Friday portion, that is Team DB versus Team Pat, the head-to-head battle uh, that is going to be epic. Ryder Cup-style event. If you want to do that, the last day that you can sign up for that event is next Friday, the Friday of the BMW Championship. That is it. We're cutting the teams off at that point. We need an even number on both sides. We're pretty close to full anyway right now. There's a couple of spots left on each team. If you want that, you need to go on Eventbrite, go in the description below, buy your ticket to the two-day VIP Friday and Saturday. That will get you in. You'll select your team. You have to pick either Team DB or Team Pat when you register, and, uh, and, and all that's closing down. So whoever has signed up by next Friday, that's it. You're done. That's it. No more after that. After next Friday, you can still sign up for the Saturday event, the Saturday Scramble. But, Pat, the Friday event's going to be amazing. We talked about this on the betting show, but, you know, it, it's some of the most loyal TJ followers we have. Picking sides, you know, that Friday afternoon, we're going to go off one by one, groups of four. I'm going to send two out. You're going to send two out, just like the Ryder Cup. We're all going to be gathered around the first team, music playing, 
uh, beer and liquor drinks flowing, and we're going to send you boys off to battle it out for Team DB or Team Pat. It's going to be epic, okay? Me and Pat are going to be riding around. We're not playing. We're riding around as captains, you know, motivating our guys, shit-talking the rest of the crew, you know, the, the losers on Pat's team. We're going to be making, making sure your drinks are full, your bellies are full, you're happy as you can be. The, the food, the beer, the wine, the signature cocktails are all included in your ticket price. You're going to play your match. And then we're going to have an epic shootout between me and Pat, a three-hole epic shootout where all the carts are going to be gathered around one hole. There's going to be music blaring, beer and liquor flowing. We're going to battle it out. Okay, that's going to be great. There, whatever team wins, my team, we will be celebrating there on, uh, you know, right there on the, on the 18th green. And we're going to have, you know, beer flowing. There's gifts for the championship team. The losing captain will have to pay a punishment right there on the spot, either Friday or Saturday. Still debating on what that punishment should be. If you have any suggestions, send them to us. So far, we're thinking about one of, you know, Pat having to dress up in hockey pads and run out on the, on the driving range and do some sort of obstacle course while my team fires the, golf balls The assumptions at that are made in this whole read that you're dealing with right now are just ridiculous, but whatever. Keep, keep doing it. It's going to be a great weekend, okay? It's going to be an absolutely tremendous weekend. But the reason we're cutting it off is because we got to start f- figuring out some more things with our teams, you know? We're, Pat's team's working on their uniform, right? Their team uniform. They got logos and stuff. All the, they've done all this stuff because Pat has all this spare time on his hands. And then, um, you know, but we're going to have walk-up songs. We got, we got to email our teams. We got to start emailing and DMing our teams to figure out who's playing with who, what, you know, what people are wearing. You know, when you get on site that Friday, you're eating lunch with your team. You're warming up with your team. F the other guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's all business until Friday night happens and we party, okay? It's going to be a great weekend. You're in a legal gambling state. You got college football going on on Saturday along with the President's Cup Saturday. We'll watch some President's Cup highlights on Friday when we get done playing. President's Cup and NFL uh, Week 3, I think, on Sunday. It's going to be a great time. But if you want to get in on the two-day VIP ticket and the Ryder Cup event, there are only a handful left. And after next Friday, no more. So that's it. All right, Pat, anything else you got to say about that? Are you good? Great. All right, moving on to the 7K range. Yeah, we're good. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk seven K range, Pat. You got Max Homa leading it off. Tyrell Hatton at seventy eight hundred. Russell Henley in there. Davis Riley's in there. Keegan's in there doing something. Probably something shady and nasty. Mm-hmm. Christian Bezadenhut's in there being average and stuff. HV three, my boy from uh, from our interview we just drops in there. Uh, JT Poston, Siwoo, we go home now, up in there at 73, Hunch. Anyway, let's talk about the 7K range. I'll tell you one of my favorite plays in here, and I love him in cash as well, and he's $7,600, and it's the Canadian Corey Connors. I'm all in on Corey Connors this week. I'm probably going to bet him. Um, I'm playing him in DFS. I'm a believer. Ball striking's been solid. Ball striking is not is going to keep him out of the trouble here at TPC Southwind. A lot of water hazards, a lot of trouble. All that's going to keep him out of trouble. Just need to make a few few more putts than normal, and we're good. Okay, Coco. So Corey Connors for me is a cash play. Um, the the avoid play for me is probably, and I hate to do this. He was the chalk bomb at the Open Championship, and it paid off. He missed the cut. I'm fading Max Homa. And I hate to fade Max Homa. I love Max Homa. I love the total driving ability with Max Homa. I love the iron play. What I don't love is his complete inability to chip and putt on Bermuda. And that is a problem here at TPC Southwind. So Max Homa, for me, is, one of the, is a fade in the top part of this, this uh, category, 7,900. Um, I mean, there's a lot of names in here that I like. Some of them we talked about on the betting show. I mean, Scott Stallings is still really hard for me to avoid. I feel like he could be chalk at his price. The Tennessee guy, Tennessee Connections, has played well here in the past. He has not played in the WGC events, but played well at St. Jude Classic. Continues to play lights-out golf right now. Scott Stallings is hard to avoid. Um, JT Poston I mentioned in the betting show. Chris Kirk I like. Keith Mitchell's interesting. Aaron Wise is popping. What do we think, Pat? Who do you like in here? Yeah, well, I mean, at the top, uh, Terrell Hatton. I like Terrell Hatton at 7,800. I think he's a good player. Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton. 
Um, you know, you look at the stats for him. You know, one of the things I'm looking at is par four scoring 450 to 500 yards. Um, he checks that box. There's a lot of long par fours on this golf course. Um, only two par fives. Um, so I think I think that's good for him. He puts well on Bermuda grass greens. Good scrambler. So I do like Hatton there at 7800. Also, I like Mito. I like Mito Pereira at 7500. Checking a lot of boxes also, especially your ball striking and approach, those type stats. Um, we haven't seen him since the Open Championship and played bad over in Scotland. But before that, had a pretty good run going. I think he can get it you know, turned around back to where his, his form was. So I do like Mito, and I think we might get a little bit of ownership leverage on him as well at 7,500. I like that. Cam Davis, the Australian, 7,200. Another one that I like this week. Has two straight top 20 finishes. He's 16th in the field in ball striking, 15th in approach. Um, so with a good play lately, the cheap price for Cam Davis at 7,200, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I like Cam Davis. And I like Scott Stallings, too. I'm with you there on, on just the way he's playing. I think if I'm baiting a guy, for me, it's probably... Um, I don't mind the home of fade. I, I think Seamus Power is somebody that a lot of people, for some reason, are probably going to get on this week. He's got some decent history here. He's seventh in the field in, in total strokes gained at this golf course um, over his last few rounds. But he hadn't been playing well lately. He was terrible at the Open Championship. Burned a lot of people. Seamus Power, to me, I think is, is going to be the, uh, the guy I'm going to fade this week. What do you think about Shestical Reevy, buddy? Shez Reevy's record. Shez, this at, is a Shez course. His record at Southwind is pretty sick. He's played here six times. His worst finish is a 27th. He has two sixth-place finishes and a fourth and a 12th to go with that. He actually gained, in six attempts, he's gained strokes putting in four out of six years, um, which is hard, for, hard to say about Shez Reevy literally anywhere else. And, you know, with how he's played lately, obviously he just won the Barracuda. His irons have been very solid lately. He hits a ton of fairways, which is really important here at Southwind. And, and, but, he, but his putting has been pretty crappy. I mean, if he can continue to hit his irons the way he does and putt TPC Southwind like he has most of the time when he's arrived at this golf course at 7,100, I, I mean, Shez is interesting. Shez and Stallings right there at 7,100 feel like very solid guys that like, I mean, obviously, you know, 124 man field, six, top 65 in ties are going to be a high six to six percentage. And you want guys, I already said this, you want guys that have high upside. Let's play high upside, cheap plays. Um, let, let's not play for a high floor, but low ceiling, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, to me on this course, Stallings and Shez have high ceilings here. Like I could see Shez Reevy throw, finish in top 10. I could see him, I could see Scott Stallings winning the golf tournament. Um, I mean, Chesticle's interesting. Yeah, I like Chess. I mean, I think he's one of those that always just kind of scares me to play. You know, like, and then, and then he's going to end up showing up on the leaderboard and I'm going to be pissed off because he's not in my lineup. But um, I have a hard yeah. time playing a guy named Chess who looks like, um, you know, he looks like a bus driver. I mean, he's just a short, fat, kind of squatty dude and he hits it you know 268 on a on a good day you know with a high heat index and and you know elevate at elevation and that just doesn't feel good it doesn't feel fun to click a name like that but i mean i didn't even I, his appearance had nothing to do with me being scared to play him it was just like his golf abilities for me like i i mean i, I don't know what it is like i, I don't you're so judgmental on golfers and how they look. <laughs> I just don't. If you're like really, if you're like really, in tw to me, it's like in 2022, if you're, sh if you're like a, fa if you're just a soft ass, if you're just soft and po pudgy and you're, you know, you look like the Pillsbury Doughboy, I, I, I don't, I have a hard time clicking your name because like, hey, Tiger showed us that all like what, you know, what you need to do, take care of yourself, do, do you know, be peak, be 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 a peak physical specimen, you know. And it's hard for me to click a guy named Shez. John who, Daly, who looks is like the a, most John Daly is a, is a peak physical exception. specimen out there and has more talent in his taint 
than you have in your in in your hands, in your body, in anywhere. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I mean, and you will so not tell me another man's taint is more talented than these hands. I'm just telling you that he is super, super cough talented, and it and he smokes a thousand packs a day and drinks beer every day and john daly is a is a massive exception back in the 90s yes i just i don't know i'm like shes get the damn gym like the 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 pga tour brings a, a literal mobile gym to every event that they only let players in you and that could be you go in there and do some thrusters or something god dang do some uh you know do some burpees have a burpee or two just do something, but don't, don't, you know, he, I, I, so I have a hard time when you do that and you hit it 260. Like maybe this is your problem, but then you can go and win an event like the Barracuda and you can, and I can keep having to watch you for the next two years and click on your name every now and then, like at TPC Southwind. There's a lot of disagreement in the, in the look of golfers here, but we could get into it. But anyway, I, I do like Jess, regardless of what I do too. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention this for the live golf event. I, I just went on this whole th- thing about the live golf event, but I forgot there's a magic show at the live golf event. Pat is going to be doing a magic show on magic your, trick. your Friday evening or Saturday at some point. He's going to be doing a magic show to one pay off trick. the bet that he lost. Um, it's going to be a great magic show. It'll be one of the best magic shows you've ever been to. So Pat will be doing that in front of everybody for everybody to see. I'm excited about it. It's a magic trick, and the magic trick could happen any time. It may even not at happen. Any, at any time. No, it, it will happen at the event. It will happen at the event. No, no, no. You're adding on a lot of things to this. I did not agree to this. this Pat, what kind, of, what, what kind of man of the people are you if you don't do the magic trick at the event? These people pay money to come meet you. I'm not falling for this trick, Sam. This is Sam's idea, and I'm not falling for it. So you can <laughs> shut it, Sam. <laughs> You're going to disappoint a lot of people by doing these things that you do behind people's backs and you don't even No, you're going to disappoint. I guarantee you, if we poll the audience, will you be disappointed if, you're, if Pat doesn't do his magic trick? And 100% I may do a magic of the trick, people but I'm not going to be forced to do it. I could do it on the show, which is what I was planning. No, we'll cut the feed. I'll end the stream. If you start doing a magic show on the, on the show, I'll end the stream. What you going to do then? You just got outgunned and outmanned at your own game if i were a, I have, if i were I a have, sea I have lion lived, i have lived 45 years of life on this earth okay i've been through a lot of things in my life i have a family a wonderful family i met you what seven eight years ago i met sam probably two years ago i've learned one thing in my life so far that i'm going to tell you right now Another man as yourself is not going to tell me what the fuck I'm going to do. So guess what? <laughs> I may not do the fucking magic trick, or I may do it. So you can go fuck yourself if you think I'm going to do a magic trick, because I'm not. I may do it in the next week's show. I may do it whenever the hell I want to, but I'm not going to do a damn magic show mm. that you or any other male is telling me what to do. What if a female told you? Why do you keep saying male? If Sally told me to, then maybe I <laughs> I damn sure not gonna do it as Sam or David are telling me to because y'all sure as hell aren't. What if Sam's me what my mom, life is gonna be? What like. if Sam's mom told you she's a very nice lady and she's, I've not met she, met Sam's mom. What if Sam's mom told you that though? I'm sure Sam's mom is a lovely mom, but if if I'm still not doing what she tells me to do, she's not my mom. Mm. Guys, I mean, you know, just when you think you know somebody and you think Pat's a man of the people, and he's not. All right, let's uh, let's do our. Oh, we didn't. Even, let's do our six K draft, guys. Last week, last week was amazing. Last week was lightning in a bottle, and I tied it up. By the way, it's two to two. You did tie it up. It's two to two. Uh, we did our six K draft, and all twelve of our drafted golfers made the cut. All 12 made the cut. We had six of six in our 6K only lineups. Pat's lineup, I looked. Every contest I entered, your 6K lineup would have cashed easily. Like, easily would have cashed your 6K lineup. It was good. It was better than any lineup I put together (laughs) on my own, like with a lot of thought. 
God, unbelievable. What did I score, like 475 points or something? I, no, I think it was 491. I'll tell you. You scored 491 and a half points. You beat me by almost 100 points with your 6K lineup. Your 6K lineup had uh, Brandon Wu, James Hahn, Peter Malnati, Justin Lauer, bless his heart, Scott Brown, <laughs> Scott Brown and Bo Hogue. Which doesn't sound like it would be all that great, but that lineup scored four hundred ninety-one and a half points. Jeez. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's get to the six K draft. Pat, I'll let you go first. Make it, take it. You, you, okay. uh, you won, so you get to you get to start. All right. Well, I am going to start at sixty-eight hundred with a guy. I think that uh, he's damn he's it. Three out of his last four starts, top twenty finishes. Alex Somali. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought you were going to go. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Um, I will go also at 6,800, and I'm going to take Taylor Moore. Dude's been Ooh, playing. Okay. I had last week. Yes. Dude's been playing. Well, you didn't have him in, this, in that lineup. but No, but I, I didn't. No, he was not in your 6K lineup. Uh, he was on my betting card. Fifth place finish, sixth place finish, last two events. Uh, he's found a little something-something. I'll take the young kid, Taylor Moore. Now, we have to go one under 6,500, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do a little bit of a steal here, I think, and I'm going to take Kurt Kitayama under 60. Oh! Damn you! I like Kitayama. I, I think this is, a, this is a good fit, and the guy's been playing fantastic this year. So, Oh, my God. What an asshat. You know what? For that, I'm doing this on you. I am taking your two-gloved, iron-cover, son-of-a-gun ah! Aaron Rye at 6,800. I'm taking Aaron Rye who's played really well here before, played very well here before at TPC Southwind in the WGC events. Very accurate player, precision player, Aaron Rye. Damn. All right, um, now i got to reset a little bit. Um, okay. Well, you know, I'm going to go back to Brandon Wu this week at 6,800, uh, coming off that top 10 last week. T30 at the Rocket Mortgage, another top 10 back at the Scottish Open. So I'll go back to Brandon Wu. Don't get him confused with Dylan Wood, who, by the way, probably isn't in the field. Who lost his card. Yeah, he lost his card. Um, Brandon Wood. Mm, all right, well, there's a name in here that a couple of weeks ago, this guy, it was just a couple weeks ago, he was coming in in horrible form. He had missed the cut in like five or six straight events, and I had a feeling about him, and I didn't act on the feeling. You know, Pat, you talk about this all the time. You talk about the gut place, you know? Mm -hmm. I had a gut feeling, and I didn't act on it, and he finished fourth at the 3M Open. I'm rolling with Tom Hoagie at 6,800. I mean, when you look at Tom Hoagie down here, he feels like a name that has upside, right? Like, this, this is the range where we really want to go for upside. I think Tom has it. I love it. Okay. Um, Who else am I going to go with here? Um, I think that I will go to... This is not an exciting name, but he's actually made a lot of cuts recently, coming off of a top 25 finish, top 40 just a couple weeks ago, or at the Rocket Mortgage. Russell Knox, 6,500. You know what I noticed about Russell Knox? Remember when Diane, his sister, told us that he got glasses? Yes. Have you seen what's happened to his putting since he got glasses? I have not looked. And and she also said that he changed his putting what I don't know. He, he did something with his putter. He changed his putting stroke or he changed how he putts. Look at his last she told us that before the Scottish, I think. Mm -hmm. He finished forty second at the Scottish, and I don't know what he did with the putter. But then at the Rocket Mortgage, he gained three and a half strokes putting. Then at the Wyndham last week, he gained four point eight strokes putting. The last time he put two weeks back to back like that together was in April or was in February and January of 2020. Um, he does it basically like once a year, maybe. So, like, I think that's an interesting thing on Russell Knox. Okay. I'm going with a guy who can chip and scramble around greens with the best of them, who's rounding into some form, who hits a ton of fairways. Finished 27th at the Wyndham. Finished 11th at the 3M Open. Uh, made cuts, decent showouts at the John Deere, the Travelers, and even a 31st place finish at the U.S. Open. Give me Andrew Putnam. 
Okay. Yeah, I like what? putting him too. 6,600. Um, we liked him last week and he did pretty well. Yeah. 27. Um, all right. I'm going to drop to 6,500 again. I'm taking some cheap guys this week. Um, I'm going to go with Trey Mullen. Damn it. 6,500. Um, a guy that's played well recently, ever since he, he, you know, he won a couple of weeks ago, made his two cuts after that. He's played well at this course um, before his freak injury and everything else. So I like Trey Mullinax. I'll go with him at 6,500. Oh, so I got one more, and you've got, what, two, two more? Two more. I didn't think you were going to take Mullinax uh, because you, you snatched Kitayama down there. I didn't think you were going to go that low again. Um, okay. I, I'm going to ride with a guy who I've been very bullish on all year. I was not on last week. I wish I would have been. But um, I'm going to roll with little David Lipsky. Little David at 6,500, 27th at the Wyndham, 37th at the Rocket Mortgage, top 25 at the Deer. Uh, I like Lipsky. I'm going to roll with him. Okay. All right, your last pick. Last pick going up to 6,700. I'm going to go with Amis Troy, Troy Merritt. That's a good one. I like that. I like Troy Merritt. Yeah. Uh, top 15 a few weeks ago. All right, I have to pick my sub 6,500 guy, and I'm torn between two guys. One guy that I, I really like overall, and then another guy that I can't stand, and I literally never play him, but all the boxes, in, well, in terms of as much boxes as you can check for this guy in this range. Um, you know what, though? But I'm going to go with upside, and I don't think that guy has enough upside. I'm going to go with Hayden Buckley. I've been talking about Hayden Buckley last couple of weeks. I, I'm going to get back on it. He actually made the cut last week, but he had already left the golf course. So he did. He, so then he basically withdrew. Um, so I'm going with Hayden Buckley. So there we go. My team. That's crazy to me. You can make, you're going to make the cut and then you just leave. Cause you don't want to, I don't understand. Shane Lowry did the same thing and then got on a jet and flew back. Um, all right. My team is Taylor Moore, Aaron Rye, Tom Hoagie, Andrew Putnam, David Lipsky, and Hayden Buckley. That's my 6K team. Mine is Alex Smalley, Brandon Wu, Russell Knox, Kurt Kitayama, Troy Merritt, and Trey Mullinex. I really hope now Kurt Kitayama trunk slams and pisses you off. Because that, that, that one makes me mad. That I love this mad. team. I, I think this team's better than last week's team that, that uh, well, did really well. We need to enter it in a real contest then, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I should have done six that. K, just the all 6K lineup. Hey, look, uh, that's it for us. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube. Drop a comment to us. Uh, don't forget the Listener League finals this week. Don't forget to sign up for the Golby's Cup. Link is in the description. Thanks for watching. May your screens be green. See ya!